0: Hello there, I'm Gloria Warren, and this is the Eloquent Wife Podcast, a safe space in time where we discuss all things pertaining to wifelyhood. So whether you're dealing with unforgiveness, are in the honeymoon phase, or have unmet desires, needs, or expectations you can rest assured that you will gain godly tips and strategies that will help to transform your marriage for the rest of your life. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. My name is Gloria Warren and you are listening to me as I am here with you with the Eloquent Wife Podcast for season four. And I am excited about today. I'm excited about this season I feel like with every new season, God always does something beautiful and amazing. And I think it's going to be really, 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 really nice. Hopefully the music is not too loud. I think I have everything balanced right. But, you know, hopefully we have that situated. But we are in episode 27. And if you are here... I want to say thank you for taking the time out to just listen, to tune in, because I I know that there is so much that you could be doing and for you to take the time. I never, ever want to overlook saying thank you to people because people don't have to support you. People don't have to comment. People don't have to share. And so I always just want to say thank you for just your support And it's greatly appreciated. And if you're here for the very first time, I would love to gift to you something. And I'm going to share that really quick um, in just a second. But For this season, for season four, um, you can catch these live video recordings on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you enjoy listening to the podcast through a podcasting platform um, such as Apple, such as Google, Pandora, Spotify, the episodes will be uploaded and ready for streaming on the same day. So Tuesdays, and that will be 1 p.m. Eastern. So For my newbies, as I said before, um, this is the gift that I love to share with each person that comes that's new here. Um, And these are just five key things that the Lord shared with me way back when I first launched The Eloquent Wife. And it has been such a blessing to every person that has downloaded it. And I want to gift it to you. And so if you would like this five key elements guide that will give you keys and tools and just wisdom that will help you to access the heart of your husband then you can go to my website glorywarren.com forward slash five keys to download this i don't have my facebook pulled up so i'm not able to see any comments right now um But prayerfully, everything is going good and everything is going smooth. We are on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok at The Eloquent Wife. And I have a new personal page on Instagram as well. And that is Glory Warren. And I'm on Facebook too, Gloria Warren. But I'd love for you to stay connected with me and with The Eloquent Wife. So if you would be sure to follow our pages if you're not already doing so. Um, And I don't have a lot that I wanted to share this morning because I just wanna get into the topic for today. Season four, the premiere. We're kicking this day off in a beautiful way. It's so cold outside. But we're going to make it. We're going to make it. The topic for today, today's topic, grace, accountability for love. Accountability for love. If you haven't done so, please be sure to share the video and to share the podcast with someone. So whether that's by video, through Messenger, You know, through a text message, share this episode so that someone else who may need this can find it and get it. So let's go ahead and pray and let's get into the conversation for today. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for just being such a good father. Lord, I just want to say thank you for allowing us to see another season. I thank you for allowing me to be in my right mind, God. I thank you for allowing me to be in good health and good strength, oh God. I thank you for just blessing me, Lord God, to be able to do what I do, Lord Jesus. And I pray that it always brings you glory. Lord, my heart is to please you in everything that I do. And so, God, I just pray that you would have your way through this podcast, through this ministry, through my life. God, Lord, don't let any of us go in error in a way that you wouldn't have for us. Lord God, if it's not meant for us to go to the left, don't let us go to the left. If it's not meant for us to go to the right, don't let us go to the right. Lord, keep us in your arms where we will be safe. God, we thank you, Jesus, for this season. And I just believe that you're going to do some amazing things, Lord God. With every episode that we talk about, Lord Jesus, I believe that you're going to do some amazing things. So, God, remove me out of the way. Have your way, Jesus. Speak through me, Holy Ghost. Have your way because your desire is for us to have healthy marriages and for our minds to be sound and for our hearts to be clear and full of love and joy in jesus name i pray amen and amen grace one of my favorite words grace accountability for love So, grace, grace is something, grace is something that is a manner of behaving, it's courteous, it's goodwill, it's the quality of being pleasantly polite or a willingness to be fair and honest. God's grace is a free gift, often described with terms like undeserved or unmerited favor. If y'all hear this echo, it's because my device's volume would not go down, and it's bothering me, but we're going to just try to get through it in Jesus' name. So God's grace is usually defined as undeserved favor. Grace cannot be earned. Grace is something that is freely given. We count on God's grace and the bridge he built in our relationship with him. So we are very imperfect people. We all know this. We are very imperfect But it is because of his grace that we have and we are able to obtain the blessings that we have and that we are able to function and flourish the way that we have. Even though our lives are not perfect, even though sometimes we may veer off in the wrong direction, God's grace covers so many things and he washes so many things away from us. And it is in this way that he demonstrates his love for us even though we're imperfect according to smartbelife.com they listed the attributes of grace and this is what it says grace is the form of an acronym g is for generosity the will to do something more for others r is respect the dignity of life and work A is action, the mechanism for change or the mechanism for change. C is comparison, the concern for others. E is energy, the spirit that catalyzes us. So when we talk about grace, it's something that is just freely given. You can't earn it it can't be earned it's something that you have to just freely give even though somebody isn't may not be willing or they may not be they may not be deserving of it but you just freely give it because You see them in a way that is compassionate for people. You see it in a way where you have compassion for people. And so we're going to tie all of this in with marriage, with wifelyhood, because we're talking about marriage, wifelyhood. We're talking about building a life with our spouse. Accountability for love. So accountability is an assurance that an individual or organization is evaluated on its performance or behavior related to something for which it is responsible. So when you're accountable, it's expected to justify the actions or the decisions. This is what it means to be accountable. This is accountability. We take accountability for our actions. We take responsibility for our actions. How we exemplify love and grace, even in the times, the seasons, and the moments when we would rather withhold it in some instances or refrain from expressing it or giving it to another, and more specifically, our spouse, because we are Again, talking about wifelyhood. Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. This is when you feel deep affection for someone. When you love someone, you'll start to develop strong compassion for them. And you should have strong compassion for them. The powerful urge to be connected to this person brings new aspects to your relationship, such as emotional or physical intimacy, passion, and a desire to know everything about them and be known by them in return in every way. With all of that being said, there's a grace that we must constantly give to our husbands every single day that we wake up. Are they perfect? No. Are we perfect? No. But if we serve a perfect God and we proclaim him to be our Lord, then we have to come into alignment with his standard, with his way of thinking, with his way of, Being. We love talking about the brand new mercies that we receive from the Lord, that He renews over every single one of us every single morning. And I believe that it would be very unwise for me to expect and for me to expect from the all-consuming yet loving God to overlook all of my faults when I come running to him for his forgiveness as he quickly casts my sins into what I like to call the sea of forgetfulness but I not return the same grace when I am met with friction with the man that I proclaim or proclaimed to love before witnesses Micah 7:19 it says he god will turn again he god will have compassion on us he will subdue our iniquities what is an iniquity it's sin and thou god will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Psalm 103, 12, it says, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he, God, removed our transgressions, our sins, from us. We all need grace. We all need grace. We all need love unconditionally. It's easy to give conditional love because the moment I feel offended or threatened in any way, not threatened in a harmful way, but when my ego and my pride is threatened and my pride is hurt, it's easy for me to revoke that love as if it can be so easily replaced by something or someone else. This is conditional love. Conditional love can change just like that. It can change overnight. You can think that you have a friend, but as soon as you do something that they are not okay with, you know, that love that you thought was there wasn't really true love. Because if you can throw somebody away just like that, it's not unconditional love. It's not something that is Embedded and rooted in something that is substantial. The less grace that you give to your spouse, the more room the enemy gains to access your heart. This is what God gave me when I was preparing for this. The less grace that you give to your spouse, the more room the enemy gains to access your heart. And why do I say this? We always hear people ask, can Christians have demons? We always hear this. Can Christians have demons? Can Christians be demonized? You know, and a Christian doesn't have to be demonized and embodied by an evil spirit or, uh, or an evil entity of the devil to access their mind through what? They choose to feed themselves through what they choose to to feed themselves. Our minds are always warring against us. The Bible tells us to cast down every evil imagination quickly because if we don't and it gets in the heart out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak and act every single time. So it may not come forth today, but at some at some point, what is in the heart is going to come out. It's not going to be able to stay buried and hidden for long because it just is. If the Bible says that this is what happens when there's... Things that get in the heart then the word. You can take anything that's in God's word. You can take that thing to the bank because God's word doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. There are some who choose vengeance with their bodies when it comes to their husbands. Maybe you are, and maybe we are highly anointed. Maybe we feel justified in our actions, but we have to be careful of the seeds that we sow because seed time and harvest time is so real. It's so real. It's so real. Seed time and harvest time is real. If you've had your husband waiting for days weeks and hopefully not months at a time pressure comes with that that can be spiritual pressure but natural pressure comes with that and maybe not for you but it will be that for him And so we're talking about grace, accountability for love. We have to be accountable for our actions. We have to be accountable for what we do, even though we say that we are, you know, very, very connected to God, our actions, they speak. And if I'm connected to God, God is going to tell me, you need to do what you need to do and get yourself together. There is no way I can be connected to a living God that is supposed to be leading my life and never lead me in the right direction. If I'm always off track, if I'm always doing everything that I want to do, maybe you do have some form of relationship But if he is our Lord, if Jesus is my Lord, then I have to allow him to lead me every single day. He's not going to. He's not going to allow you to put him in a box where you just treat him like a genie, because we serve a God that is a jealous God. We serve a God that is very, very sure in who he is. He is. There is none that sits beside him. And so we can't play him. It's either you're going to be all in or you're going to be all out. And we can take this thing this serious for any and everything that we face and that we deal with within our marriage, because God is serious about this stuff. He's serious about everything. You know, I cannot be bucking and shouting and doing everything that looks like is right and then when I'm at home I'm a completely different person God is going to we know how he feels about hypocrites we know how Jesus felt about the hypocrites and I'd be like Lord I don't want to be a hypocrite Lord help me to be the woman that you desire for me to be help me to be the wife that you desire for me me to be the sister the daughter the friend that you desire for me to be I don't want to be somebody that's just sitting up here saying something and my actions completely they they look they they speak something else grace accountability for love the seeds that we sow may not always be major They may not always come back the way that it was sown, but we will always reap a harvest based on what we sow. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be small, but we will always reap what we sow. So if you sow in withholding yourself from your spouse, if you sow in like... If you if you sow in this manner, you're going to reap that because when your time comes, when you feel a certain way and you're not able to get everything, what you think that you need, you're going to reap in some type of way. You're going to reap in some type of way. And I try not to go too deep into this type of thing. Maybe some other time we can talk about it. But you're going to reap what you sow. And... If you don't want to reap a negative harvest, you cannot continue to just do what you think you want to do and not have to deal with the consequences of your actions. That can be for anything. That doesn't have to just be you withholding yourself from your spouse. That could be anything. That could be anything, but you are going to reap what you sow. It may not come back in the same form or the same manner, but you will reap what you sow. And so we're talking about being accountable. It's good for us to gather here and to talk because sometimes we do need to think and we need to be like, Lord, you know, I was, you know, I was kind of being a little harsh. I was kind of doing this. I was kind of doing that. Lord, help me to do better. Help me to be better. That's that's just what accountability is. It just helps you to look at your actions and then you just, I want to do better. Lord, this is this. this is that help me to be better because I see myself. When we don't have accountability, sometimes we're not able to see ourselves the way that somebody else can see it. They be like, no, no, you you do this quite often. You know, I know you may not recognize it. I know you might not see it. But you do that a lot, and that's not good. So accountability is good, especially when it comes to the love that we are trying to display for and to our husbands. So grace. This can go for so many areas of our lives. This can go for so many areas of our lives. Learning and choosing to find ways to be accountable for your actions will truly help you form a lasting, healthy bond with your husband, with your spouse that won't be able to be shaken so easily by minor things that you face. Because every single day we face minor things, but those minor things, after a while, can build up and After a while, that anthill will eventually become a mountain if we don't learn how to deal with the small things. In episode 25, um, we talked about vulnerability when love draws you near. Um, And let's say that you do have issues with him and that you are holding grudges until you expose the dark secrets from the heart. And air out your laundry is going to be hard to extend grace in its purest form. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to give grace if there is and if there are things within the heart that's being kept secret, that you are flustered about, that you're frustrated about, and you've never uttered it to anybody, even if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody, you can always talk to God, your father. When I go to God in prayer, I talk to, the, I talk to Jesus about everything I don't leave any stone unturned. And I think that it's healthy for us to realize our God is not a taskmaster. He is not someone that is just looking for any opportunity to destroy us. When you have the mindset that if I mess up at any moment, he is going to, you know, I'm going to get you know, reprimanded and I'm going to have repercussions from that. And we do have consequences of our actions. But in the dispensation of grace that we are in, things are so much more smoother and easier. Not to say that God has ever changed because he is the same. He is very, very serious about his word. About his standard, about holiness, about righteousness. But when we can approach him and when we can be honest with him and when we can be real with him and when we present our issues before him and we say, God, I'm not trying to hide anything from you. I'm not trying to, you know, sweep this under, under the rug and make it seem like I got everything under control. And then it looks like on the outside, I'm smiling. I've been a hypocrite, um, you know, to everybody else. I'm acting like I got everything. And the Lord is like, you was just doing this. You w- Didn't you just say that? And you telling these people what they should be doing when you go to God in prayer and when you speak and when the enemy hears you speak and the enemy hears you speak about the thing that may, he may even be conflicting you with and inflicting you with. He sees that, okay, she's not, she's not a hypocrite. She's not faking because the enemy knows when you fake, you'd be like, who, who, who are you? Who are you? But when he hears, even the enemy hears you go before your father, And you're praying to him and you're talking to him and you're saying, Lord, this is the issue that I have, Lord. I know that this is not right. God, this is what's going on in my heart, Lord. This is what's going on in my mind, Lord. This is what's going on in my thoughts, Lord. I just want to present it to you because I know that this is not your perfect will. I know that this is not what you would have for my life. And so, Lord, if you don't help me, I cannot be helped. But because I know that you are a deliverer, I know that you are a way maker. I know that you are everything that I need. God, I am presenting this to you. I'm not hiding anything from you. I don't want to hide anything from you. I want to present everything to you. I want all the kingdom of heaven and hell to hear me. Lord, I'm serious about you. Lord, I am serious about you. And I want to be and act according to your ways, Lord, my sinful nature, being a human being, you're just sinful by nature, Lord, I don't do everything right, I don't say everything right, but if you say that you called me If you say that you love me If you say that because of everything that you did on the cross I can boldly approach the throne of grace Lord, if you say that anytime I need you Your blood will wash me clean Lord, I'm standing in in need of you God, I don't want to be as filthy rags I don't want to be Lord, I don't want To be It's another word that I'm looking for, but I can't think of it. I was just thinking about it earlier. But Lord, have your way in me. Lord, if you call me, then you know how to sustain me. Lord, if you place me in this marriage, then you know how to sustain it. Lord, you see the depths of our marriage. God, you see if the foundation is you know, crumbling. You see if the foundation is cracking some. Lord, you see if the foundation is solid. Lord, you see everything. You see his heart. You see my heart. You see his thoughts. You see my thoughts. God, you see the enemy, and it's not your will. The Bible says that it's not his will that any should perish. And even if we just turn that thing to be in a marriage, Lord, it's not your will that my, my marriage perishes. But if you don't help us, we're not going to be able to do this. If you don't help us, we're not going to be able to do this. And so, Lord. And so, Lord, help me to extend grace. Even in the moments when I do have a right to be frustrated, help me not to hold grudges. Help me not to go to sleep. Still holding unforgiveness in my heart because the Bible tells us not to do that anyway. Do not allow the sun to go down on your wrath. This is what the Bible says. This is what the Bible says. There's a time and a place for everything. And even when we don't see it, even if we don't hear it, even if we don't know it, God is, he's omniscient, he's omnipresent, he is the standard, he is the standard, and if you've never known him as a father, get to know him as a father, he is more than just someone that's seated on the throne, that can pull you out of a mess but he wants a relationship with us and the closer we get to him the more we look like him the more we act like him the more we talk like him 5 years ago 10 years ago I I was not who I am today the lord has given me so much more patience love but that doesn't come Just from me saying I'm a Christian. It's a lot of people saying they're Christians and, and their lifestyle is a hot mess. And even on our good days as Christians, sometimes we can still look a hot mess. And so if we are pressing into God, if we are pressing into him, he is going to shave stuff off of us. He is going to deliver us from ourselves. I sang a song one time and I said, save me from myself. We need to be saved from ourselves sometimes because it's us sometimes that get in the way of God. And so I just pray that as we have opened up season four with the Oakland Wife podcast, that as we continue to move forward in this season, that God will begin to break open some things in your heart, in your mind, in your life, in your marriage that you have never known. And then the awe of God, I love to hear Apostle John Michael McKinney talk about the awe of God. The awe of God, I believe, is what we are going to get ready to encounter and experience We're not going to have to continue To go around the same mountain Every time we come here And every time we talk Every season That's not me You know I know sometimes You have to go back And revisit things But I'm a person Like I want to conquer some stuff I'm not going to be in the same place That I was two years ago today If I was struggling with something In my marriage two years ago I'm not going to still be struggling With that thing So the stuff that we talked about last season We should be conquering that stuff We should be above and beyond those things and we're going to continue to keep moving forward we're not going to be stuck I'm not going to be stuck I want everything that God has for me and then some everything that the enemy stole from me give it back to me seven times I want everything that has been stolen from me and whatever whatever God has for me whatever he has for my marriage let it be so In Jesus name, whatever God has for you and for your marriage, let it be so in Jesus name, you are not going to, you're not going to have to run away in this season. You're not going to have to run away from people. You're not going to have to run away from yourself. You're not going to have to run away from your children. You're not going to have to run away from your husband. You're not going to have to run away from issues because God is going to plant your feet and God is going to give you the wisdom, the fortitude, the strength. He is going to give you everything that you need to conquer the lasting effects and the lasting Issues that are resurfacing in your marriage because this too shall pass. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray. So, I'm just believing God. I'm just believing God. That he is going to do some amazing things. And if you believe that he is going to do some amazing things, drop a heart emoji. In the comment section. Because I know that our God is a good God. And he never ever is slack concerning his promises towards us. And so whatever he's prophesied to you, whatever he's shared with you, whatever he said to you, believe it and know that you can receive everything that he has ever said to you. You have to know this and you have to believe it and you have to be in a place where you are OK with allowing him to lead. And I know it can be scary sometimes because we want to control things and we want to know what the outcome going to be. But if you give it to God, if you give it to him, he will take it, he will run with it, he will give you the wisdom on what you can do on your part, but you have to know that when the Savior steps in, you don't have any other choice but to be saved because On the earth, above the earth, under the earth, wherever you go in outer space, wherever you are, the name of Jesus, it holds weight. All power is in that name. And so when he comes to you, you best believe that when he comes in and when he steps in, every situation has to bow because all power, all power belongs to him so I pray you were blessed by this very first episode I pray that you were blessed and I pray that you are able to receive something from this message be sure to share this with someone And I look forward to seeing you and talking to you next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. So until next time, I will see you then and talk to you then. Love you much and bye-bye.
1: To the throne of grace for you. Oh, 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 oh. I, love, I love you. I honor you. you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'll fight to the fight to the end for you, you, you.
0: I pray you enjoyed this week's episode. If this was a blessing, then you for sure don't want to miss next week's episode. So meet me here next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern for another conversation about wifelyhood. If this episode was a blessing to you and you'd like to see it flourish, consider becoming one of our beloved podcast partners to help us get this message to more wives abroad. If you feel compelled to partner with the Eloquent Oil podcast, visit www.glorywarren.com forward slash partner to become an official partner. We have options for you to submit a one-time love donation or you can become a monthly partner through our secure giving portal. With much love and grace, I pray you have a blessed week. And until next time, it's Gloria signing off. Bye-bye.